Hello, Vibers, and welcome to the Vibe with Kai podcast. It's your boy, Kai, and I'm so excited to be sitting here with Laura Danger, also known as That Darn Chat on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, before we get started, be sure to subscribe to the Vibe with Kai Patreon, where you're going to get some bonus footage of me and Laura speaking a little bit more about everything that we're going to talk about today. And make sure you're following me on all of your social, me- your favorite social media platforms, so you can be the first to get uh, all of this exclusive stuff that you're not going to get anywhere else. So with that said, my friends, Laura is an educator, community advocate, and millennial parents using her platform to empower overwhelmed caregivers to value their own time and the priceless care labor that they provide. She is impassioned, silly, and sincere, and she brings equal doses of ambition and realism to her work. My friends, I want to welcome Laura to the Vibe with Kai podcast. What's going on? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. That was yeah. such a nice intro. Thank, oh, thank you. you. I'm going to add <laughs> I'm gonna add my bio. Oh, my God. Well, I, I wanted to make sure that I set you up for success here. I wanted to like hype you up because you're doing some really cool things. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I've it's... been thrilled to be able uh, to do it. Yeah, it's you're, what I love is that we're going to talk a lot about this. You are uh, spreading knowledge and insight about a specific topic that I don't think people really think about <laughs> often sometimes, but it should be something that should be talked about more often because a lot of people, you know, deal with this. They go through with the, the things that we're going to talk about today. So um, before we get into that, I want to start off with you. Obviously, over the last couple of years, we've had the world catch on fire, uh, among many other things. The world is still currently on fire, but I guess we're just kind of used to the burns at this point. Nothing surprises us. Uh, But how are you holding up, you know, pandemic life since March 2020 up until now? How are you holding up? Um, Yeah, it's been a wild ride. Uh, You know, you opened with, I'm an educator. Mm -hmm. I have, I left my full-time career as um, a school teacher mm-hmm. in the fall of last year. So uh, I've been an educator in Chicago, private and public schools for the last um, 10 or so years. Mm-hmm. And my career as a teacher was one of the casualties of the pandemic. Um, I've got two small kids at home. And with a two career household and kids that didn't have childcare, I did do something new. So, um, but from that, I am a totally happy, happier person. I get to do this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you, (laughs) do you feel as you are, uh, I guess this, this goes without saying, but, uh, do you feel as though you're, uh, I guess more, I guess, smart, more, uh, in-depth person than you were in, in 2020? Do you feel like you've learned so much that you're like, I'm a completely different person now than I was back then? Oh yeah. 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 And it's, it's wild to me. I feel like a lot of people have had this experience where maybe especially because I was a school teacher, mm-hmm. the expectations of me and how I present myself online or anywhere in public was that I would um, put myself into a little bit of a box. Like mm-hmm. I'd cut back as to who I was or be worried about what I said, if that would reflect, reflect poorly on me or my school um, and being able to get on TikTok and like say things that really mattered to me and swear and like <laughs> wear what I wanted yeah. now that I don't have a principal to answer to, mm-hmm. um, 
it's I've just living authentically, you know, that's like a buzzwords, mm -hmm. but it, it means a lot. It feels so good. Yeah. It, I think a lot of people may feel like that's a, a common thing to say, but like, it's, it's very true. It's very, it's like, it's cliche, but it's like, so true that I feel like a lot of people do end up myself included putting themselves into this box because they have to adhere to certain aspects of their job or certain aspects of their life. And uh, it's not many times that I can talk to somebody that says that they truly live a, an authentic, genuine uh, life. And I know that you get to talk to a lot of people pretty much every day. Do you find that that is something that like a lot of people uh, are not doing living that authentic life? Yes. And so my audience is, I think it's like 96% women. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mine's 92. Can you believe that? Really? Yes. My audience is 92% people that identify as female. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I know it's, it's crazy. Cause I would have never, I would have never guessed that that was going to be a thing, but that, that's where it is. So I, I've, I've embraced it. I love it. My jaw's on the floor. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to, I'm going to come back to that. Yes. Yes. Um, for me, I feel like, you know, people are coming to me because they're overwhelmed. They've lost themselves in parenthood or, um, they're coming to me because I'm like, hold your boundaries, advocate for yourself. You matter. You should have standards. And yeah, I feel like we want to live authentically. We want to say what matters to us, but, um, Maybe you you might feel similar to me, but a lot of times like social norms and social expectations tell us to like, you shouldn't do that. That mm -hmm. You're weird. You need too much. Right. And so I feel very much like my audience is asking for permission. Right. Right. I want to, I want to, I hope I can give that to them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I want to, I want to get in a little bit into uh, your audience because you, you deal with some very, uh, uh, really interesting topics uh, every day. And I was saying this before that, that not many people talk about openly, but I, I think that they should. And the first one that I want to talk about is, is uh, obviously uh, domestic labor. Uh, one of your biggest mottos is uh, domestic labor is labor, right? If you don't mind, can you please tell the people that are not familiar with this, just the entire concept of uh, and meaning behind those words, can you just explain to them what that means? So a really good example of what this means is uh, when I was growing up, my mom was a stay-at-home parent. And when someone would ask me what my parents did, I would say my dad like runs a business and my mom doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And now as an adult who has kids who, um, you know, it's actively engaged in building a mm -hmm. life, it makes me cringe because she did so much labor for us, not just the physical labor of, you know, cleaning the house, organizing the things, taking baby clothes, donating them, all of these actual physical things. But she had, she, you know, she knew all my friends' parents. She scheduled extracurriculars for me that would launch me to whatever trajectory in life. She dealt with emotional breakdowns. She did all of these things for me that were labor they were time emotional energy intensive and they reflect our family's values mm -hmm. in a way that made our lives unique that's work right 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 why do you feel that so many people 
I guess this might be a rooted and antiquated ideology, uh, but why do you feel so many people view view you know uh, the family that way? Why why do you think that is? Um, I mean, I I think we live in a in a capitalist patriarchy, and mm -hmm. I think that we use money as a measure of value mm -hmm. and productivity as the measure of value and uh we don't see domestic labor as productive right. which is wild because it's the most essential labor mm -hmm. without it nothing happens like you must eat you must be clean you must care for one another and meet emotional needs it's you have nothing without that right right but it's just something that happens mm-hmm you when you've used your platform uh tiktok to talk openly and honestly about this what has been some of the feedback that you've gotten from we'll start with from a from women uh but then i want to go on to what you hear from men uh on this mm -hmm. topic but we'll start we'll start with women what what is some of the feedback and response that you've gotten from this um my comment sections you know i don't get a ton of criticism but it's just like, wow, I feel so validated. I have felt like I was crazy or needy or been made to feel like I should, like I'm asking for too much. Um, and yeah, I, I do try to be like really vulnerable and it's been kind of risky talking about these things out loud because mm -hmm. like I have a husband who I love and right. sometimes I worry that being honest about these things will reflect poorly on our relationship. Mm -hmm. But what the incredible silver lining has been even friends and family and my mom follows me. It's like putting this ugly underbelly of society out in the open and being like, you don't think you have dirt. You've got dirt. Right. We've all got dirt. Right, right. You're saying that we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm what? so sorry. But my mom said that I'm the perfect son. That's what she said to me. <laughs> oh man, she lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about from the from the male perspective? What have you? What, what kind of response? Because obviously you said it's ninety. You said ninety five percent. Yeah. Uh, so there's obviously that other percentage of people that you know absorb your your content. What are some of the responses that you've gotten from that? Um, you know, the TikTok algorithm is so unique in that mm -hmm. it often serves you to the right people. Mm -hmm. And so people like you and other people will be challenged by mm -hmm. what I say, but in a way that is, I think they hear in my undertone, which is not valuing domestic labor and mm -hmm. not sharing in it is holding men back mm -hmm. and it harms like so many men feel tied to their careers or measure their value in productivity right. and all of that showing up in care is it benefits everyone. And so I'm not ever trying to be like men bad, like <laughs> never Yeah. the opposite of that. It's that everyone should be showing up as whole people. Mm -hmm. And so generally I hear, which is like, it really makes me feel good. I hear feedback of like you take down misogynist comments in a calm and collected way, assertively, mm -hmm. but with data, with, um, you know, I, I'm trying to be empathetic. Right. So I'm always 
trying to be thoughtful that I am not, I'm never attacking a person. I'm always attacking their, their antiquated ideas or their internalized misogyny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A try. Right. Right. Um, no, I'm, you're, you're absolutely right that uh, the, the algorithm, while it can be dicey at times, uh, it does put us mainly in front of the the right people. And uh, one of the reasons that I came across uh, your platform was because of my girlfriend, Abby, who uh, is a big, big, big fan of yours. And she was uh, one of the people that suggested that, you know, I, I, ch- I check out your platform. And one of the things that I do is uh, I ask all of my, you know, uh, uh, I hate calling them followers because it makes it sound like a cult, yeah. but like I always ask the the people that follow me uh, who they want me to talk to, and your and your screen name came up multiple times. So I'm like, okay, it's very clear. I have to I have to reach out and talk to this person. Um, so with that said, did, did I guess do you fully realize the kind of reach that you have now with the platform <laughs> that, that you have that so many people. <laughs> you know, listen to what you have to say. They, they, they look forward to your insight. Is, is What's it like knowing that you have so many people that, that embrace that? Well, I'm going to give my piece, then I want to hear you answer this. <laughs> um, it's really the same way that I f- hear that I am validating other people. It's incredibly validating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, you know, it's weird calling them followers because it's, I'm getting so much out of that interaction Mm -hmm. and I am engaging in my comment section and I am hearing, I am hearing this, this shared experience. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately, which is, you know, I'm, I advocate for community Mm -hmm. locally, online, intimacy, vulnerability, and, um, there's something to be said about collective rage Mm -hmm. and collective grief. And I think that this dynamic is full of resentment in most couples. It can totally ruin relationships when there's inequity at home. And it's like, I'm sharing in collective rage Mm -hmm. every day in a comforting and like, it's like a big hug to be like, man, screw this. This sucks. (laughs) We can advocate for ourselves. It's like really empowering to share in that. Yes, absolutely. It feels great. Yeah. I I 100% feel you there because like my entire platform is, is based off of just trying to continue the conversation surrounding mental health, but I I do it in like a, a goofy, silly, you know, relatable way. And it's really interesting kind of along with what you're saying to hear people or to see people being like, Oh yeah, I know that. I know that feeling or, Hey, I've been, I've been through that before. I'm going through that right now. Um, And it's very reassuring for me. It's very uh, therapeutic for me as I continue to go about my personal journey, um, you know, with, with uh, my mental health and uh, it's, it's been very, it's been very therapeutic, but also weird in a way. Like it's like, Mm -hmm. cause like, um, I have people that like will like recognize me like out in the world now. Like people like will like be like, "Oh, are you the vibe with Kai?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Who are you? What's going on?" <laughs> so it's like I'm still trying to get like used to that aspect of it, but it's 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 also very reassuring. It's very humbling um, to to know that so many people are like, "We want to know what you what you have to say." <laughs> you know, it's kind of crazy, but I'm trying. Yeah, that's the other day. This is so weird. I was out at a 
like a cafe. I was working mm -hmm. just in a back room by myself. Someone was looking at me weird. Like they recognized yeah. me and I was like doing the, uh, we kept doing the back and forth. And <laughs> she was like, are you Laura? I was like, yeah. And she goes, oh, I recognized your profile picture from the community Facebook group. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> like, you never know, because I'm also yes. very, very active locally. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like on the mutual aid Slack. I'm on all these mm -hmm. places and you see my little profile picture. Yeah. And I try to draw a line mm. for safety, privacy reasons. Of course, yeah. Um, uh, but it's almost like I never know. Like, are you? F do you know me from instagram or facebook or right. do you know me from like yeah worlds collide i don't know which yeah. lore are you looking for yeah that's really difficult <laughs> trying to like keep things like as because like while you know people like you and i we do put our lives out there in a way uh it is also very uh, I'm, and I'm, I'll maybe speak for you in this regard, but it's it's very curated. Like we're very selective about what the like the type of information that we put out there. And a lot of times, people may think that they 100% know us because of the stuff that we put out there. Uh, but no, they don't. <laughs> you know, so yeah. uh, like I try to like I always try to keep that line as well um, in regards to what type of things that people put out there because people like I live I live in Philadelphia, so like people all the time will ask me, hey what part of Philly do you live in? And I'll be like, no, because I'm just, yeah. I'm just not going to, I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> it's just, I don't, yeah. I, I had two people, I had two stalkers. I've had two show up at my door. Two. No. Yes. yes. And that was only when I had like 10,000 followers. Yeah. They showed up at my door. I was like, this oh is my not gosh. okay. Cause I used to tell them like, not exactly where I lived, but like the area in which I live. And so like once people kind of put like pieces together, they would be able to like pretty much understand like where like general vicinity where I live. And a person found me because my Amazon packages were out front of my door and they saw my name on, on the Amazon package and they knocked on the door. They're like, hi. And they handed me the package. I'm like, hello. And they were like, um, hey, just wanted to let you know, I'm a big fan. I was wondering if we can hang out today. That's happened twice, Laura. Twice. Oh my gosh. So That's... Like, oh. Yeah, we, so my husband, my husband was on like the online world way mm -hmm. before me. He's a professional Twitch streamer. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he has always been really, really careful about mm -hmm. showing, like, I never show the front of my house. I mm -hmm. never say what part of the city yep. I'm in. I don't put it in my profile. Like, oh. I talk about things that I do in the neighborhoods and I never tell them what neighborhood I'm in right. like right even when I'm walking down the street early on like you said early mm -hmm. on I would go on walks at on lunch for mm -hmm. my job and one day someone was like oh that's the Taco Bell by blah 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 yeah You're and like, ah. <laughs> somebody taught me this trick which is to put your address your neighborhood your your like information under mm -hmm. a comment review mm -hmm. So if anybody wow. outs me, it immediately goes to review and doesn't post on my oh, comment section. Oh, I never thought of that. I've never thought of that. That's very interesting because I live in a very specific area uh, of Philadelphia. And like I can, okay, all right. I'm, I'm, I have yeah. to write that one down. Look at that. I'm learning yeah. some stuff today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you ever- But you have to be careful. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, do you ever feel pressure 
at all in regards to you know like with all of these people that are that have an ear out for, uh, for what um, what you have to say do you ever feel pressure to you know make sure that not only that you're given the right information but that you're continuously you know being on top of your game and and helping as many people as possible does it ever feel like it's a little pressure for you totally um so outside of creating free content online i also do coaching mm -hmm. and i i work with individuals and couples and i am not a therapist I would mm -hmm. never claim to be a therapist. Right. And I, you know, I'm coming with a, a consultation tool. I use the fair play method, which I did not develop, but I use and I am certified in. Um, and sometimes pretty frequently, actually, um, primary caregivers will come to me in my DMs, in my email, and they're in dangerous or abusive mm -hmm. situations. Right. And... I, they're like, how do I get out? Or they need permission to like, they need validation or permission that this is a bad situation. And sometimes I just have to email them back or message them. And I give them referrals to therapists. Right. I, I, you know, I, it's, it's tough. I, I want to do what I can. And I honestly, more often than not, um, I want to say it's maybe it's 60, 40, 60% of the time, I am probably sending people on the path to a breakup. 40% um, of the time, um, they're probably on a path to really like healing and healing and improving their relationships. I think it's still useful when they take the tools I give them, especially if they have kids to co-parent. Mm, mm -hmm. But sometimes it's leading toward a break that is going to lead to maybe a better life for both of them. <laughs> right, right, right. I can only imagine what it's like to hear those uh, those stories every, every day. And actually, I'll use this to kind of like dive into this next part here, which is a, a phrase that I had never heard before, um, but I, I found fascinating. And that is the phrase weaponized incompetence. Right. Um, which, and correct mm -hmm. me if I'm wrong, uh, is a behavior pattern where one uh, partner uh, pretends to be as bad as, uh, at simple tasks uh, to get out of shared responsibilities. Can you talk to me about um, what you see in this and why it can be dangerous? Yeah. Um, so it looks a lot of ways. Um, and I think the first video I did, it has like 6 million views or something, mm -hmm. um, was this guy his it's the woman the the mom is like coming out of the shower and mm -hmm. the baby is crying and he is launching the child at her and he's like reclined with his phone mm -hmm. not tending to the kid at all right and i i made this video and i was like she's gonna doubt your competence to take a shower she's not gonna feel comfortable leaving you with the baby taking a shower if you can't even handle it for 20 minutes you're right. handing the baby off you are not soothing the baby who's crying while she's in the shower this when you are entering parenthood mm -hmm. that's that's like your time to make or break mm -hmm. and it can be both-sided because she's getting really nervous and maybe she's a little like anxious and watching out for the baby but in general I see videos made about it um, where 
it's like dad brings the baby into the shower and won't give mom 10 minutes of peace because, oh, is baby hungry? Is baby, or it's uh, a primary caregiver who has to coach their partner through the laundry so many times that they just end up doing it themselves. Or the video from Jimmy Kimmel, there's that series of like the dad who doesn't know the birth dates of the kids. Right, Mm mm-hmm. And it's like, it can be really small, like not, not learning how to sue the baby. Right. And then the, the mom is like, I'm not even going to ask anymore. Right. Or it can be, holy shit. My dad doesn't know my birthday. And mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. totally, total incompetence that hurts so deep for the right. spouse or for the kids. So mm-hmm. it's. That can, varying degrees of horrible yeah that can be like i feel like on surface like like joke wise like oh okay haha blah, blah blah but like when you really think about it like that might be a problem i, I don't know if it was you that posted it might have been you that posted it um about um going grocery shopping um where yes. uh the joke was that like the the man is going grocery shopping for the house and so his wife or significant other uh, had the grocery list and it was just like pictures like like mm-hmm. cartoon pictures of what was needed um and haha funny but you know there's a deeper issue here uh at hand that that might be a problem not just currently but in the future am i right there yes yeah so you know i started talking about this issue ages ago, you know, like a long time ago. Um, and now it's like my thing, right? I, I think about it all the time. I'm paying attention to it in videos. Mm-hmm. I think I've nailed it down and it is not making your partner see, feel valued, feel seen or mm-hmm. feel heard. Right. And like, okay, you, you strike me as like a romantic person. What me? did I? Yeah. I mean, I try. Like you pay attention to people. <laughs> I try my best. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, and maybe you've been treated this way before, but when I see these videos, I think about how my husband makes me feel loved and cared for. Mm-hmm. And it can be as simple as he goes, like maybe one of the kids is sick or something. And he goes to Walgreens he gets the kids what they need and he brings home Reese's pieces mm-hmm. because he knows I love Reese's pieces and he mm-hmm. knows, he knows me. He right. knows it's going to make me feel good. It right. costs a dollar. Right. And it's like paying attention to your kids and your partner doesn't make you mm-hmm. a simp. It makes you a loving, yes. loving, fun, yes. It's not a bad thing. I think little things like that can can really go a long way. You know, I Mm -hmm. one of the main reasons why I try to pay attention to the little things is because like I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm perfect because Lord knows I mess up all the time. But one of my biggest mess ups was in a previous relationship that I was in. And um, on our first date with this with this person, after we went to dinner, we went to um, we went to like CVS or Rite Aid or something like that, and and she really wanted candy, so we um, I got her um, like these I think it was almond joy, got her almond joy, and she like was knocking them down like that was part of our day. It was very cool, very funny, haha. Right on our 
one year anniversary, part of her gift that I was going to give her was the candy that I got on, uh, that we got on our first date. Um, we also at the time we were just like, I mean, things weren't going super duper well. So, um, I go to the store and I pick up candy for her as part of the gift. I hand it to her <laughs> as part of her present. She looks at me. She's like, Kyrus, what is this? I got her uh, like Snickers. I was like, this is the candy. This is the candy that we had on our first date. She's like, no, it's not. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, it was Almond Joy. And like that might seem like it was really small, but like that ended up being like the straw that broke the camel's back because like it was just a lot of things. And like I was, when I tell you, I was like, shit. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like you're absolutely right. So like, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I'm perfect, but like, Lord knows, I try my best to like to like remember those little things. Like, even if it's like remembering that Abby, you know, has class. Like, hey, how was class today? You know, um, or how was whatever you did today? Like, I try to remember that. Um, but I'm working on it. I try. Well, and that's that's the thing that drives me bananas, mm -hmm. and that I'm gonna continue to call out is. It's a little bit sad. I feel a little bit sad. And I try not to stitch or highlight the videos where it's um, the partner who's on the negative end of it. Like mm -hmm. a lot of people are making jokes like, oh, I can't sit down. I, I it's like, here's me eating dinner with my kids and they're all over me. And my partner doesn't, mm -hmm. you know, he just gets to like do whatever he wants. Right. I try not to do those. If the partner who is taking advantage of that mm -hmm. posts it. Mm -hmm. It's like the Ted Bundy, no ma'am. Like, it's like, how funny is it mm -hmm. that I don't know their birthdays? I can't make a, I can't make a doctor's appointment by myself. How funny is it that when my wife goes out for the night, I need instructions and the house mm -hmm. is going to be a mess when she gets home. Mm -hmm. She's going to yell at me. So funny. And it's like, don't you realize she's taking a hit at work? Mm -hmm. She's taking a hit at home. Her wellness is suffering. She doesn't feel like she has autonomy over her time. Right. Like that is not funny. Mm -hmm. And you're going to end up divorced. Yes. And it's going to be your own fault. <laughs> and and they may not even they may not even realize it. <laughs> they, might even, they may not even realize it. Um, I I had I had a, uh, somebody on uh, last month that was I was talking about narcissism in a in a relationship, which mm -hmm. I, I found just fascinating in that regard. And I was like, oh my god, I I didn't realize how prevalent of a problem it was. And once she like really got into detail about what it is, I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and so out of curiosity, is this where the the fair play method comes into comes into play here in regards to uh the weaponizing incompetence is is that where it comes into play um so it's it's a little tricky mm -hmm. um i don't think like you said you know i don't think that that many people realize what they're doing mm -hmm. or realize the impact of what they're doing um and honestly i have two books that i recommend one of them is fair play mm -hmm. it's and I'll I'll tell you a little bit about that. Fair play is more a tool for actually communicating about mm -hmm. who's doing what labor. Sure. But there's this book called um, How We Show Up by mm -hmm. Mia Birdsong. Okay. And it's about like reciprocity and living, living in a way of showing up for one another in care. Mm -hmm. 
And I find that a lot of times um, somebody who's exhibiting weaponized incompetence doesn't understand the weight of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And if they do understand the weight and sacrifice their partner is as giving for this, that's when I'm like, dude, run. Right. If you can make plans to get out of there, get out of there. Your partner right. sees your needs and doesn't care. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna introduce fair play to you if you don't have a partner who cares about your time. Right. right. But if you can bring them the tools to say, "Hey, the mental load is too heavy for me. Um, I know you've been like helping me. I give you a list. You help me. That is good." but here's a way to truly divide and be active partners. That's who I'm talking to with fair right. play. Right. It's okay. Two different things. Right. Right. And, and so you were, you were saying earlier that you do obviously consultations and, and couple, you know, so I speak with couples a lot. Um, how, if somebody is interested in, you know, contacting you about this type of thing, where can they get more information? So you can email me and it's mm -hmm. Laura at that darn chat.com. And then we talk on the phone, decide if we're a good fit. Mm -hmm. um, and I work with individuals. Right. Because maybe you don't know where to begin. Um, and I work with couples, which is more, you know, let's set you up on a program. Let mm -hmm. me give you some tools or ongoing accountability. Right. Sometimes that just means like, hey, once every two weeks, let's check in. How has it been going? Right. What do we need to work on? Right, right. So yeah, I have a website thatdarnchat.com or my email. Oh, I love, I love, I love that. Like, I just, I, I'm always fascinated when people uh, use their time to help as many people as possible. Uh, like, because, like, because you don't have to do that, right? Like, you, like at the end of the day, like you could easily just focus on you uh, and 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 your relationship and your family, which, which some people do, which is nothing wrong with that. Uh, but you made the decision, you're like, okay, I have this knowledge, I have these experiences, I talk to a lot of people, the, I want to be able to not only uh, help other people, but also I would imagine learn from them as oh, as yeah. well, you know, like, do you, do you find that you're learning a lot about yourself and your relationships through having these conversations with other couples and, and individuals? Absolutely. Um, my husband and I have both been we've been using the fair play method for like two and a half years since mm -hmm. the book came out um and he actually went through the fair play training mm -hmm. with me so we are both certified fair play facilitators nice. and doing the work that i do on a daily basis has brought up so many conversations and i mean we came to this like anybody else comes to it which is we had issues mm -hmm. And so as I'm processing this, like, thank God he loves me because I'm basically airing and processing a lot of what we've gone through, what other couples have gone through. I'm doing it out loud. Right, right. And I'm a better person for it. I learn from people in the comments, from people who come to me, there is nothing better. There's nothing more rewarding than being brought into somebody's vulnerable, intimate, experience and them trusting me mm -hmm. it's incredible i'm so grateful right right are you are you still doing uh the uh, i think it's called time to lean uh where where people can uh send in a voice note uh and you'll you'll use 
uh, your wisdoms, I guess, I guess, like give solutions to whatever they present to you. Um, is are you, are you still doing that? And if so, what's what has that been like? Just being yeah. being able to get these random voice these random voice notes from people. Yeah. So um, my fellow facilitator, Crystal. And I are recording season one of the Time to Lean podcast. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we have this like way that you can send us messages. You can DM us. You can uh, send us a voice message. And what we're doing is giving our outside expertise and experience and perspective on where to get started, how to approach it. Um, she is recently licensed therapist, or I think she's working on the license. She's about to right. take the test, uh, back background in social work. Um, and then I have, I've, you know, my credentials, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's so fascinating. And the other piece, um, do you watch reality television? I don't, but my, I'm always up to say, cause I feel like I'm the only person in my friend group that doesn't watch reality TV. So I'm usually always up to date <laughs> on it some, okay. somehow, some way. <laughs> so I am a big time. Um, I, I love trash TV. I uh -huh. love reality TV and we will take things that have happened in the media, trending TikToks and like, you know, wife swap, an old wife swap right, or right. the movie, the breakup. Mm -hmm. So we'll take these pop culture things or even the scene from Everybody Loves Raymond where he's he's the star of weaponized incompetence. Mm. <laughs> I feel like a lot of like like men in sitcoms like that is the joke, I guess, like yes. for oh, the yeah. entire series. Like that is like, haha, funny. Look, I don't know how to do this, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, right. I'm good at every other aspect of right. my life. I'm tired, except for doing laundry. What is laundry? <laughs> so we've been enjoying um, recording season one. I am working on a super cool contract project, which should be, I, I just got through the second stage of approvals. I'm super excited. It's gonna launch uh, mid to end of uh, August. Mm -hmm. And it has to do with bringing the work I'm doing online to broader audiences. Ooh. So we have put a pause on the podcast for the next couple of weeks and are going to get back. So uh, if this the day this is airing, send me your questions, your burning questions. I we're going to get to re-recording that. This is exciting. I'm excited. That sounds like some some big stuff is coming coming your way. I am really excited and I'm, you know, TikTok has brought these things to me mm. and the audience that I've gained has the trust, the community, all of that mm. has allowed me to do this right. and I'm so excited about it. That's amazing. And I'm, I'm so, I'm so thankful uh, that, that we like got to like sit and chat today. Uh, and, and the, the one final question that I, ha I have for you is this, uh, and I want to like, gear this specifically towards women right because both of our audiences are are majority uh, majority women if there's a woman listens listening to this right now that is listening to you and it's like oh my god i i need help i she's saying things right now that like i have been struggling with or my relationship has been you know um struggling with if they're listening to this right now what piece of advice would you give to them Your needs are not too much. 
you deserve to have standards. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Short, sweet, straight to the point, yet so poignant. <laughs> so poignant and so important. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Like legit. Thank you so much for uh, for sitting and, and chatting with me today. Uh, my friends, if you are listening to this right now and you're like, hey, I like her. I want some more information about this person. I don't know why I said it like, nah, she, I want to I hear more about this lady. Uh, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, hey, uh, I'm uh, in the description of this podcast. I have all of her uh, links and contact information. That way you can reach out yourself and be like, hey, you can help me. And she will, I'm pretty sure she'll be more than likely to help you uh, and all of that. So uh, with that said, thank you so much for listening, my friends. Be sure to uh, follow Laura on all of your favorite uh, social media channels, uh, specifically on TikTok, because you're not going to regret that, I promise you. Uh, and follow me on all of your favorite social media platforms as well, if you're not already. And subscribe to my Patreon, where you are going to get a little bit more, uh, some extra footage from Laura and I talking about everything that we were just talking about just now. So uh, my friends, thank you so much for watching. Laura, thank you so much for being my guest this week. I appreciate it. Uh, and everybody else, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, good vibes. Bye.